This is exactly right. Hey everybody, it's Babs. I am doing my solo show. Solo, we can't hear you, as my dad would say. This Sunday at 6 p.m. Pacific time, that's 9 p.m. Eastern time, on Zoom. It's only five bucks and it's almost an hour of me doing some real weird stuff. It's my first time doing it over Zoom. I'm just very excited to bring this weird thing I created um, to the internet so you can all experience it. So go get your tickets right now. They are five bucks. You can get them at bonfirealive.com and all the sales go to the comics. I think there's also an option to donate above the ticket price, which also would go to me, the performer slash comedian. So come see my comedy show. It's called Babs Gray Presents Babs Gray. It's this Sunday at 6 p.m. And I hope to see you in the Zoom. Bonfirealive.com. I'm Babs Gray, and sure, I can wait until the investigation into the votes is over, because fine, bitch, I'll just dance in the streets that day as well. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Brandy Posey, and I don't mean to get political, but vacations are to hot places. Going to cold places is not a vacation, it's an educational trip. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Tess Barker, and okay, yeah, fuck it, let's just start Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) And this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. Hello! We got Barbara Brandy and of course Big Tess. We got a show for everyone that's the fucking best. Come on, baby. It's time to hang out with your favorite ladies. Ladies and ladies. Ladies and Welcome to the show, everybody. Different Hooray. vibes than last week. We know weight off our fucking shoulders. <laughs> it feels pretty good. Yeah, we know yeah. the result. Our last episode was just like we don't know what the fuck's about to happen, and yeah. little did we know that was exactly the right episode to record because we did not know what the fuck. That's so true. <laughs> feels really good to have done that. Um, yeah, it's uh, the the Marshmallow Man. No, not no. The Statue of Liberty has walked through the street. The marshmallow man has exploded. We're living. <laughs> we're living in this... Ghostbusters. Uh, uh, w- the woman's Ghostbusters is the one we're living in, and guess what? We all like it. That's right. <laughs> the future is the female Ghostbusters. Okay. <laughs> Let's bring on our guest. She's so funny. She's got a new podcast coming out all about Law and Order SVU called "Lats Messed Up" on the Exactly Right Podcast Network. Kara Clank, welcome to the show. Hi. Oh my God, am I your first guest post election yes, results? You are. Yes, yes, you, <gasps> are. you are. Oh, what a joyous occasion! <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. I know. Well, yeah, we recorded one last week that was just kind of like a we did like a mailbag episode basically because we were like we don't know what the hell is going to be yeah. going down. So yeah. I think it was appropriate because Wednesday was definitely a day of of just like such fucking yeah purgatory and like yeah last week went by so fast but so slow at the same time yeah the whole week just felt like you know in the truman show where everyone just like is staged in the in the beginning place at the end Mm -hmm. where they're just waiting to start going again that's what that's what it felt like for like four days (laughs) yeah but we made it we're here we're in we're on the other side of it i i i mean did you guys party in the streets or what? Dude, I wanted to, and it was such a bummer because I had already told my mom I would dog sit for her that night. So I had- <laughs> <laughs> it was like such a cock tease because all I ever want to do is party in the streets. Uh, but I, I took uh, my best friend and I took, we dressed up as Romy and Michelle and we took pictures. That's like how we celebrate. <laughs> way to celebrate as well. Beautiful way to celebrate. Uh, I went for a, we went we went for a drive around around town, like through Silver Week and West Hollywood and stuff, and just kind of West Hollywood did, looked like it was lit. Oh, a lot of people with booties with like "fuck Trump" written on ass cheeks and things. Yeah, like that. that's what you get in WeHo. It was great. I lived there yeah. for three years. I missed the camaraderie and the butt cheeks. <laughs> yeah, gr- a yeah. lot of good time for butt cheeks on Saturday. Yeah, we we I woke up Saturday. My boyfriend came in and told me, you know that mm-hmm. trump had lost and we were like oh my god and then we just heard people yelling like yeah in the neighborhood and then we were like let's go on a walk and i like grabbed my speaker <laughs> and i was like i want i was like i want to dance yeah. and we walked down to our friend's <laughs> house we gathered aaron and then we walked down to like silver lake lounge and kind of like danced in the 
parking oh, lot. Oh, that's yeah. fun. Yeah. Silver yeah. Lake looked like it was on Silver fire Lake too. Silver was mm-hmm. nuts. And then I yeah. ended up in Echo. I kind of saw on, in, on Instagram that people were in Echo Park. So I came home and then I was like, I mean, it's 11 a.m. And I thought I was going to get shit done. And I was like, nah, I'm just going to go over there. Yeah, so no. yeah. That day was a wash. <laughs> yeah. 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 For sure. I, I went over there and then like two bottles of champagne later was in this been eating pizza like in the park and then um <laughs> it was just a, it was a good time they were playing house music and i was like and then they played party in the US- usa by miley and that was like okay fuck yeah but yeah. then i a lot of people probably saw that like the dance party that went viral was the one in los feliz 76 gasoline 76. Station, baby. Yeah. Love that ga- they have the best coconut waters there <laughs> and like they were playing and then i saw that they were dancing to all i want for christmas and like kelly clarkson and i was like fuck i went to the wrong wrong one there (laughs) always go to the gas station the gas station station is gonna have your mainstream pop that you need i know i had the moment where i was like man maybe i should go over there but i was like i mean i'm already I'm already like yeah. popping champagne in the middle of the road and I'm I'm not going like, anywhere. Life is just about enjoying the place where you're already popping champagne. It's true. It's true. <laughs> yeah, there was exactly. yeah, there was uh, the guys who worked at the barbershop were just like DJing and playing house music and cutting hair and then one of them I tweeted this but one of them had a sign that just said horny on it. <laughs> 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 My favorite thing of all time. <laughs> You know what? You don't need a pithy statement when it, it was the like, truth yeah. is the Some, truth can just be in one word. Yeah. You know? Succinct. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what about you, Kara? I mean, well. I know you have a baby. so you... Yeah, I have a kid, so I was unable to get day drunk as uh, I would have liked, <laughs> but um, they do truly ruin everything. Um, but... I uh, know I went to my friend's house um, that also has kids and my and Megan Gailey and, and CJ Toledano, mm-hmm. two comedians you guys know. We yeah. all kind of took a walk around Highland Park like with we yes. had flags and they stopped and got the kids like these red, white and blue and blue balloons. So like everybody was Aww. honking at us and like yeah. we kind of started like our own little parade. Like everybody nice. was sort of excited, but it, well, there wasn't <laughs> anything really formal going on on York. So oh, I love that we kind of made it happen. Yeah, I love so that. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, it was I, really cute. Right after it happened, I, I had this feeling like I wanted to be like in the streets dancing in my neighborhood. New York was pretty quiet, but my doorbell mm-hmm. rang like an hour after the news broke, and I opened it, and it was this neighbor who I like, you know, we say hi when we're on dog walks. That's it, you know, just like hi, you know. And she mm-hmm. just, I opened the door, and then we just both started screaming. We were just like. <laughs> <laughs> And it was just like this most joyful, like beautiful moment for like five minutes. We were just like screaming and laughing. It was great. That's awesome. (laughs) That's so good. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was so good to feel just just a moment of like relief. And I, you know, we've all everyone saying, obviously, it's not the end by any means. Yeah, there's a lot of shit to do. But it was like, you got to regroup. It just felt so good to like feel right. Feel good about something. Yeah. Uh Oh, Brandy froze on us. Oh no! She got a great, great freeze face though. She looks like yeah. she's about to really lay it down. She looks something like she's important. about to say something real smart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna t- I'm gonna take a p- picture of this. <laughs> um, yeah, how do you? I mean, maybe this is too heavy of a question, but like having a kid, like, do you feel? I, I'm sure that was a huge weight lifted off your shoulders, just as far as. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> God, I just like the whole time I like when I remember the 2016 election, I didn't even have a kid, obviously. And I remember coming home, though, that night because my husband had left early because he couldn't handle the election results. And when I got home, I was like, Trump is winning. We're going to have a kid under Trump because we knew we were going to have a kid in like the next couple of years. And then we did. And I'm just happy that she has no idea what's going on and that like if he had won another term, she would have probably gone to like kindergarten knowing who the president is. And I'm right. just happy that that's not going to happen. <laughs> Congratulations. Cause seriously, you know, yeah. Cause like the one yeah, that you're, is- the, an administration you're born into, I feel like you don't give a shit about who cares. You don't remember. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever. So I think that like, ultimately my kid is born and raised now in LA. Like they're going to have like this great progressive upbringing, but I'm happy that, you know, to not have her in a world where she even has to hear or know who he is. Like, I Uh. love that I know a person that doesn't know who he is. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she doesn't know how to use the bathroom either, but, you know, (laughs) win some, lose some. (laughs) Someday, she'll get there. That's been the other thing that's just giving me so much glee recently, too, is just... 
I love how, like, every major news outlet is not giving him any attention. Like, he's a little fucking footnote in every he's, outlet. And that's what's probably giving him the most yeah, exactly. outrage. Mm-hmm. I don't even think he wanted this fucking job, you know? He like, did. remember when he got it and he was in being inaugurated and he looked like dread, he had, like, dread on his face? Oh, like, no, he, he wanted like to start he, a news network. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I think, I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like that, it, I don't know. He, I definitely liked the attention, so... Not the job, but yeah. the attention for sure. Yeah, but I think he thought that he got enough attention just from the campaign trail. But like, then I'm sure he liked the extra. Yeah. I mean, his fans, his Twitter mm-hmm. followers doubled. I just looked; he has like 86 million. I was like, "What? Wow, that's I a can't long that many way people to go are for some followers, him. though." It's yeah, a that's of, a lot to do yeah. for followers. <laughs> I'm thinking I, about doing it, you guys. I can't crack 5,000. I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, girl, just go on The Bachelor. I'm going to run. Yeah, I'm honestly, if you want to go, go on The Bachelor, are you kidding? No, <laughs> the most recent one who just, I think she's going to quit this week, is like 38. A dinosaur. Yeah. She's, <laughs> wow. But of course, yeah, Damn. she's she's a mess. She She's quitting the show after like three episodes, so she's not representing. Wait, the, can you can you do that? Um, well, they're going to get, like, forever. a new one. I don't even watch, but I've been following because this is, like, a historic Bachelor. Apparently. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Too much like, news is happening in They're going to get a new girl. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Luckily, uh, Bachelor Universe rolls pretty deep, so they have, like, a pretty wide selection of people to pull from anytime they need to replace someone. So, yeah, they're going to bring in gotcha. someone else from Bachelor Nation. Um, but, but interesting, asking about whether you can quit. Um, the guy, have you seen all this stuff about the stalker Bachelor? Colton? Mm-hmm. No, no. Okay. Either last season or the season before, there was a crazy uh-huh. bachelor who became obsessed with one of the contestants. She wasn't into him and she left. So after she left, he had like two or three girls left and he tried to quit the yeah. show. Like he threw off his mic pack and like scaled a fence and just fled into the night in Portugal. And to the cr- get the girl that left? To get the girl that left. And the crew like had to track him down. They wrangled him in Portugal. And he just kept saying, he's like, I'm not going to go on dates with these other two girls. I like, I like Cassie. And Cassie was like not into him. So the <sighs> producers like encouraged him to stalk Cassie. And oh they, she like went to her house and like begged her to like engage, get engaged with him. And he now has a fucking uh, civil case against him, against him because he like <laughs> legitimately stalked her and won't leave her the fuck alone. And like the producers fuck. were like, oh, this is a good story point. I mean, that's wild. Yeah. So, so what nights of the week is it on? Uh, so we can be. <laughs> um, it depends. If the, Bachelor is not is not for the faint of a schedule because each episode is minimum two hours. But sometimes they hit you with like they'll show you a two hour episode and then they'll be like to be continued tomorrow night. They ask a lot of you. Wow. Man. Yeah. Man, that is. I don't really watch the show, but I did watch Unreal, and I feel like mm. I got a taste of what it's about. Unreal, yeah. I think, may as well be a documentary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you want, I mean, the thing here, yeah, the point is, if you want Twitter followers, go on reality TV, 90 Day Fiance. There's nothing I love more than watching a whole season of, like, a reality show that's, like, three years old, and then finding their their social media to be like, all right, mm. what the fuck's going on now? Like, yeah, where are they now? Are they, <laughs> hawking, are they hawking the flat tummy tees? Like, are they still yes. a person? I love all of it. Yes. Can, can I make a big, I want to make a big reality TV show suggestion. I've been oh. really into the, the great pottery throwdown. Uh, it's on oh, HBO Max. It. It's by the same people that do the great British bake off. Uh, one of the judges, this guy named Keith, he's the ugliest man in the world, but he loves pottery <laughs> so much that at least at least once an episode he will look at somebody's pot and start crying that's his hollywood handshake he loves pottery sometimes just because he'll pick it up and it's the exact weight of what he thinks it should be and he'll be like the weight's perfect and then he bursts into tears he's a pure-hearted beautiful beautiful man (laughs) yeah also one of the episodes they do they have to model uh sculptures of like greek statues and they have full dick out uh, out of nowhere on Hell a reality yeah. show and you're, you're you're just like this show is about pottery and a Statue man cries dick, over right? bowls statue huh? dick statue dick no real no real, no, dick. real dick there's like a real it's dick on this posing. show yeah it's a guy just like standing and posing and the camera keeps just like slowly panning over his dick i love this that reality show <laughs> that's wow. great like, i mean it's it. british that's right, right? So nothing yeah. it's not horny it's yes. just british no 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 it's just <laughs> yeah. british it's the antithesis of horny <laughs> if it was german then it would be horny yeah 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 <laughs> But it's a high, a highly recommended. Everyone's very kind. Um, there's lots of pots. Uh, 
Keith is just he's just he's just crying. It's very beautiful. <laughs> this reminds me. I, I watched the wedding planner over the weekend because, you know, just so just J-Lo, celebrating. Yeah. yeah J-Lo, mm-hmm. who, by the way, plays an Italian in it. She's a full blooded Italian okay. in that movie. OK, <laughs> which I was They're like, like, this like is so great because there's been... in her being white that she had to be Italian. That's so crazy. Yeah, it was crazy because because like her she's talking to her dad who's talking about how he's italian and i'm like okay i guess her dad married like a latina woman and then she's like and then he's like when me and your mother came from italy and i was like wait what (laughs) where did the jello come from (laughs) so it's just crazy i mean it's good you know god knows scarlett johansson has played far too many roles that were not for white people so level the playing field yeah good Mm -hmm. god bless her but i was like wow that was i was not expecting that such a bad movie but there's this moment it's full of like you know set pieces where they're just like big things are happening for no fucking reason and at one point they're they're shopping for statues for matthew mcconaughey's wedding that you know she wants Mm -hmm. to be the bride of but she's not she's the wedding planner get it title okay so they knock over the statue and then it's dick like falls off and then they fix it with with super glue and his hand gets stuck to the dick and i was like wow this is that's a movie of its time it was just so stupid and like bad and made no it just made no sense but oh my god very comforting in its own way what a cast to be dealing with that kind of material too I mean, Matthew yeah. McConaughey just fascinates me because, I mean, I just truly think he never remembers making anything he does. <laughs> like, I think that guy just, like, drinks a bottle of scotch and is like, sure, put me in a car. I'll do some <laughs> Oh, yeah. He's just having a blast. He's like, I did my romantic comedy time. I'm going to get a couple of Oscars here and there. I guess I'll be in a Magic Mike yeah. movie. He, that's like just every day of the week of his life. He's just like, why wasn't he, into a new he role. in Magic Mike too? Like, where was he? How do you guys think the Magic Mike cast Money. is is Money. weathering the pandemic? Uh, not good. And I'm talking well, about the live mean, show, oh, the which live many sh- which right, you introduced show. into oh, my, my life, and I think so many <laughs> other people's lives. <laughs> <laughs> we really yes. should make a commission off of I literally sales, went honestly. because well, you guys is, told me I mean no. yes <laughs> <laughs> and it was like one of the greatest I mean, nights I think of my life it was so funny and I've, oh, I've in turn it's... told many people to go I'm like you will not go to a better show in Vegas well, yeah. people react so strangely no, when they you tell them because they're like what is this like horny aunt doing telling me to, and you're like you don't understand it's yeah, not like that you have to go but they're also not wrong I mean they're yeah. also not wrong yeah <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, well, there was a video at the beginning of the pandemic of a couple of them like um, humping empty chairs. They were doing videos Aww. for the Instagram doing that. So <laughs> I haven't checked in a while, but that was about April, I think, is what was happening. <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, Magic Mike Live London probably also shut down. We know, you uh, know shit's yeah. not going well over there. So mm-hmm. I am I'm worried about them. I hope that they're doing OK. Vaccine cannot well, come soon I had enough, tickets guys. to go to Drag Race Live right, like the weekend after the pandemic started. Uh, uh, I was damn. so excited. So I just feel like we all deserve like when, when I don't know, I'm imagining like there's going to be this like finite date when everything's like fine again, which isn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. But uh, there should be like a rain check week that week where you all get to do the, all the main shit that got canceled. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I went to a drag show at a at a drive in maybe a month or two ago. Oh, at the Rose Bowl? Yeah, I went to the Rose Bowl one was, too. Yeah. Um over the summer. It was really fun. Yeah. I mean, fun for someone that hasn't seen live entertainment in seven months. <laughs> Sure. For sure, for sure. It was just funny because there, there were these bike cops going around being like, get off of your cars, yelling at everybody to get back inside of their cars. And I was like, let people just yeah. have a moment yeah. <laughs> among themselves, okay? Yeah. But, Sean and I, yeah. we, we're we very into drive-ins and like I have our drive-in scenario on lock. I'm so fucking good at drive-ins now. Like I pack a really good cooler. I have a little mini bar in the back and I like climb nice. over the seats and I make us our drinks and then I climb back and I like, I have, no. <laughs> that's awesome. Cause yeah. you don't want to like go to the uh-huh. concession yeah. thing. That feels like the whole risk of it. Yeah. Um, that's great. Exactly. I haven't mm-hmm. gone yet because there's the place you guys probably know. That's like 45 minutes, like East of here or something. Mm-hmm. And that's like, mission tiki that like they have double features and i just am not interested in a double feature i just don't think i can sit in my car for like four hours and watch is 
We just leave. That's you don't have what to I yeah, you can leave. leave. Tell it to Jared Logan because <laughs> yeah. he's absolutely <laughs> against going to a double feature where you don't s- consume both movies. That's so, <laughs> so arbitrary and like. Yeah. Well, Kara, Kara, what you got to do? You need to be the one that drives, and I just then go. you just drive like, away afterwards. That's true. Yeah. What's he? What's he gonna what do? What are you gonna do? Divorce me? <laughs> <laughs> Not to play, uh, not to play Jared's advocate here, but um, don't you dare! I know I get, I kind of get where he's coming from because I I I, I hate not finishing things. Oh, like even same. if I know it's like stu- I have to get to oh, the same, end of things. I have, but it is the end. Of, it's the end yeah. of one movie. It's no, not, but you if to... you commit to the thing, no, you and gotta... also the Jew in me is not going to pay for two movies and only go to one. Like I can't do that. So right. that's why I just have not gone because yeah. I'm just like, well, it just isn't going to work for me. They're all double features. <laughs> that is so funny i haven't didn't you Tess? you went to like a scary one where they scare you yeah on halloween we went to something at the rose bowl it was fun it was cool i mean what was really cool about it it was like horror shorts and actually like i had some friends that were in some of the movies um so that was cool and then they had like zombies walking around that would like come startle you in your car i heard that was scary yeah it was yeah yeah Six feet away. Just anybody getting closer than six feet is terrifying. No, I was thinking, I was like, I can't believe a year ago I was at Halloween Horror Nights where I was like strapped into a freaking haunted house with like a thousand strangers and actors randomly pawing at me like in the air. Like life is so different now. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Nobody's nobody's talking about the people that like finally this was going to be the year that they went from like picking up trash to elevate to a zombie at a horror horror nights. Like this was going to be the year. And then they didn't get it. It's like Easter bunnies. Santa Clauses are fucked this year. A lot of dreams. Oh, God. I didn't think about Santa. What's going to happen? Oh, I heard that like a lot of balls are still or like still going to do Santa's, but it's going to be like six feet apart pictures. That's so weird. That's so. That's even more. Well, you probably tell the kids. You probably tell the kids. Like, wouldn't Santa be the worst person to give germs to? You're right, mom. Yeah, I'll I'll stay six feet apart. (laughs) And like, and these pictures are gonna be amazing. Can you imagine like the normal picture of a kid at Christmas with Santa is like they're crying and they look terrified, and now they have a mask on. It's gonna be like it's just gonna be Halloween horror. I mean. Could I make a bunch of money just photoshopping kids onto Santa's laps this year? Like, <laughs> this might not be a bad so. idea. But and then Barbara. you could choose your Santa. You could do like Tim Allen, whoever you want. Yeah, but he's yeah. a Trump supporter. Barbara, I think so don't do great Tim business. Allen. <laughs> don't do Tim Allen. I'm yeah, just trying to fair, think of other fair, famous fair. Santas. Yeah. No, for sure. Billy Bob uh, Thornton from Bad Santa. Yeah. You can oh, get some good go. ones. Ooh, yeah. The, bi- the, the big Lebowski <laughs> yeah. guy. He was a Santa back in the 80s. Yeah. Now, Barbara, I think this is a great idea. Let's get an Instagram going with this. Yeah, business. I'm like, so just send me a picture of your kid sitting <laughs> in sitting mid-air. on your lap. And then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay, we'll I'm just down. replace you. I'm going to go get one of those photos. I want to stand six feet away from this. That sounds hilarious. It's <laughs> so funny. We don't want that many like white bearded dudes unoccupied around Christmas. So we should keep That's the Santa's true. keep the Santa's employed. <laughs> Wait, are, is it like more valuable if they have their own real beard or is that like oh, yeah. par for the course? Oh, okay. yeah. I think yeah, so. Yeah. I think like yeah. the good malls get a guy with a real beard. I mean, those guys mm-hmm. are like, that's all they do all year. They make like 60K and, and then yeah. that's what they do. Uh, yeah. This American Life had a great episode about Santa's. And I guess there was like a big scandal that went down, like in the Santa community, and someone like tried to stage a coup of the leader of the Santas. Jesus. And I'm not surprised. It sounds this... like it would be a, me- a messy bunch of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Nefarious in some cases. Yeah. There's a there's a restaurant like outside of LA that like it's like Christmas all the time inside, and I guess that's where they meet oh, really? like all year. <laughs> yeah, it's oh a my whole God. thing. Mm-hmm. That makes that's me so happy. funny. Yeah. I'm bummed there isn't like a female equivalent because that's like a retiree's dream. If you're like a dude with a beard, you know what I mean. Yeah. I wish there was like well, a Mrs. female Claus, Santa Claus. But there's not always a Mrs. Claus. She, she's yeah, not, she's not, making, not making that money. She's not she's making, not making money. She's, a, she's a secondary yeah, character. But mm-hmm. isn't that exactly. how it always fucking yeah. is? <laughs> no, Teach I'd be meal. surprised if she's even making seventy cents on the dollar. To be honest, <laughs> no. I bet uh, the elves make more games. than her. Let's be honest. Yeah, Probably. She, she yeah she makes Absolutely. seven sugar cookies for every yeah. ten that Santa gets. <laughs> she gets I guess paid the- in powdered sugar. <laughs> if you have like a perfectly symmetrical face, I guess you could be a princess at Disneyland. But that's like young people. 
Yeah, a perfectly symmetrical face. They do. I they that they, have they to take standards. a ruler. They do. They measure your face yeah. to make sure it's symmetrical. Yeah, they're very intense about all of that shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. I mean, because you know, I know that the princesses we watch on the movies are attainable, but it's also good to know that when you see them in person, you'll feel good about yourself as well. <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah, always. No, it's, it's great. Wait, so, Kara, tell us about uh, the podcast. Tell our, oh, okay. Our so I'm so I so I have this podcast that is uh, the trailer comes out on November seventeenth, so that's when you can officially subscribe, and then it actually drops on December eighth. So all your listeners, I'm sure, are frantically putting this into their calendars right now. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a podcast. It's called That's Mess Up, Messed Up, and SVU Podcast, and it's um, basically like a true crime podcast through the lens of Law and Order SVU. I've seen every episode of SVU. There's been a four hundred and seventy nine episodes, and I'm fully caught up. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm just like a fan. I've always gotten into the marathons. I just love it. And people are like, yeah, but you're not watching like the ones that are on now. And I'm like, I absolutely am. Uh, (laughs) they're like, since Christopher Maloney left, I'm like, I've been on board the whole time. (laughs) And, um, it's myself and Lisa Traeger, who's another great comedian. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we interview people who are on the show. We have like a bunch of awesome interviews, like, we're getting because it's SVU. It's like we're getting all these great character actors who you would know if you saw them. But like if I said their names right now, you'd be like, I don't really know who that is. But we're getting all these people that have done like tons of stuff and are really interesting to talk to. And we are oh, obviously awesome. our goal is to get Ice T and Mariska Hargitay down the line. But we'll have to get popular <laughs> first. So please listen to us. <laughs> so so are you? You're not doing like episode by episode, right? You're going through the ones that are based on. No, we jump reels. all over okay. the map. We jump all over the map and like you don't have to even have watched SVU because we take you through the episode. We do like a recap section and then we do a true crime section where we talk about the crime it's based on the episode because some of them like are loosely based, you know, like it'll and so we'll go into the real crime. And um, and the then Michael, we'll I remember actor. specifically the Michael Jackson episode being like, yeah. how did you guys even get away with this? Like, it's very obvious. Oh, I mean, the Woody <laughs> Allen episode, like some of it that is all crazy. so directly ripped. Yeah. Like, so it's um, it's uh, it is, you know, it's my passion. I don't know what to Do say. You- <laughs> <laughs> what got you into SP? Like, what is it about it that kind of scratches your itch? You know, I don't know. Do any of you guys watch it? I like yeah. classic. I'm a classic girl. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I started with classic. I like classic. I love Jerry Orbach, the old Jesse L. Martin days and, and Jerry Orbach. And then I just like love Benson and Stabler together. I think that's like originally what hooks yeah. a lot of people is like they just had really great chemistry and were really good. And then also I think it's like, you know, it handles all these crimes against women and stuff that are like these nightmares we all walk around kind of worried about all the time. But then in this universe, they actually there's most of the time justice, you know, like in the yeah. real world, yeah. like rape kits are never tested. The cops never listen to you but in this show like they will sometimes press charges when you don't even ask fantasy yeah it is a full (laughs) fantasy they are so it's like that's like that's like having carrie bradshaw's closet yeah is like having a cop actually give a shit (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) right no no like it's always so funny when they're like i don't want to press charges and then olivia benson like still investigates the case i'm like this would not happen like you (laughs) she's like doing it like for the good of justice so you're like that just is not like They'll, She'd be like, fuck, okay, I'm going to bed. Yeah. Like, She'd be like, okay, cool, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. 10,000 other sex crimes I've got to get on after. And then, like, you know, in one hour, like, you see the trial, you see the person usually go, like, get justice. So it's like, it's just, I don't know, it's this, like, fantasy of right and wrong that I feel like is um, kind of fun. Totally. And, like, I also, there's something I, I love, at, like, um, I always get this confused. I love episodic television. I like narrative television where it's like you have to know what happened last time, but there's something nice about SVU that you can just pick it up wherever. You don't really have to know what mm-hmm. happened that season or the season yeah. before. I mean, there's really not that much personal about the mm-hmm. cops, some stuff, but you know, you can just watch yeah, everyone formula- is encapsulated by on its own pretty much. The formula yeah, yeah. is very comforting yeah. of those yes. shows. Where yeah. you're like, you okay, know, it's going to have you know, the trial stuff's going to start. Like it's, you know, it's really, and they, they, they mess with it a little bit, but it's pretty... You know, yeah. So yeah. Do, do you know have has the show ever been sued by like the real life version? That is the... a great freaking question. I should look that up. Thank you. That's a great question. <laughs> I think that they. I think that they have that. Um, they have that like disclaimer that comes up that says like th- this is mm-hmm. not based on any person on, on any factual yeah. people, which is like like you said about Michael Jackson, like such bullshit when they write that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I think maybe that covers them legally, but who knows? I mean, yeah. 
I wonder if it's like, because like if you write that episode about somebody like that, then like the Jackson estate's going to like blacklist you forever. But I guess like if you're in the SVU world, it's like that's the longest running show of all time. So who gives a shit? Just keep right. Yeah. I mean, they're <laughs> yeah. literally starting their 22nd season in three days. <laughs> so like, wow. um, it's that's so crazy. Yeah. So they, I guess they know how to get around <laughs> that shit, but that's something to look up. I wonder if at the, like at the early stages, if they ever got mm-hmm. into like any legal problems, cause that's interesting. Um, but yeah, yeah it's no. fun. Like, so it's, it's heavy. It's some heavy subject matter cause it's sex crimes, but me and Lisa yeah. like try to make it fun. And, you know, I think we got some cool interviews and yeah, I hope uh, people mm-hmm. listen. Cause I think it's, um, it's been really fun to make so far. Yeah. We'll go subscribe to it after the trailer drops on the 15th. 17. Yeah. Oh, 17th. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, we'll be back in just a second. Baby. back to lady to lady i'm brandy i'm babs i'm tess and we're here with kara clang hi hi i always can you can't not say hi like rupaul right like yeah. i can only say hi <laughs> yeah and then alaska <laughs> says it that way but then also the comedian gabe liebman has an album called hi like it's just uh, i don't know it's mm-hmm. like a <laughs> i don't know who came first so i don't know what chicken culture. or egg came first but everyone yeah i love saying it like rupaul it's yeah it's weird. in our vernacular now so we have some. Are these MySpace questions? Yes, MySpace. Okay. So Wait, what do you are mean? What are MySpace questions? <laughs> Didn't you do MySpace you have a quizzes? MySpace? I had a MySpace, MySpace, but I don't think I ever did the quiz. You know what's so so funny? I I I got on MySpace because another comedian told me you need to have it for your business. Like you have <laughs> to have it for comedy, and I was like, okay. So I like got on a MySpace. Put up like my headshot, and then like, and oh, then yeah. I think MySpace <laughs> collapsed like a year later. <laughs> I like was looking at my LinkedIn page because I hadn't looked at it forever and I've had my my fucking website link was my MySpace page. <laughs> oh my god. That's so funny. Which I think Kara, I think you know this, but like obviously if you have kids now you have to get their social media all set. So I think you should get your MySpace all ready. Yeah, re- yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Have you got your daughter's uh, uh Twitter handles handled yet? Not a Twitter oh. handle, but she has an Instagram. Wow. It's a private. Okay. Okay. Well, it's a private Instagram where I post photos of her for like family and friends, and so I mean, you you guys are welcome to follow if you want. A ton of comedians follow her, but like, um, you know, I figured Instagram's either going to be gone or she's going to be like thirteen and be like, "You're such a loser. Why would I want this?" <laughs> like, so I don't know. <laughs> That'd be like if our parents saved like uh, hard dis- floppy disks for I us know. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think yeah, we'll have brain chips by then. Yeah, I think she'll be happy that there is kind of like a progression. Like she can have a picture of her from kind of every like week of her life, sort of. But I don't think she's going to want to like use it for herself. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> but I haven't gotten her a Twitter. Truly praying Twitter is dead in like the next five years. Like truly, five days. I'd be fine with five, five days. days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some other, other horrible thing will come along next. We'll figure. Yeah. It out. Well, did you hear about um, the conservative thing that all the conservatives are getting off of Facebook and they're joining something called Parlay? I, I think it's Parlay because it's how you say to talk in French. But I bet you all the rednecks are calling it Parlor. Um, yeah. <laughs> Parlayer. Parlayer. I got my thoughts on they parlay. Should, I'm allowed to be there. That makes sense. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not surprised at all that there will be two, a, a separate social media for... Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's go into echo chambers even harder. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> the important thing is that everybody leaves Facebook. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> at the very least. Well, MySpace was fun because there were these quizzes you could do where you would just answer dumb questions. And it was a very passive aggressive way to be like, why isn't anyone asking me about myself? Oh, okay. <laughs> In a fun way. But we're going to ask you yeah. about yourself right now. Okay, Kara. Mm-hmm. Do you eat breakfast every morning? <laughs> Hard hitting. I mean, is <laughs> is breakfast a string cheese and a Trader Joe's protein bar? That's usually what I have. <laughs> Solid. I mean, I you eat just something. Is it about something. the time or is it about the food? Yeah, because I eat something, but it's not usually. Mm-hmm. 
like a, I don't have eggs and like a waffle or whatever. You, you know, don't like drink a, a milk and a, a yeah. glass of orange I don't juice know, with a bowl and then, of Cheerios. So yeah, it's not a it's not a <laughs> balanced breakfast from the commercial. What a what a psycho breakfast, by the way. Those old cereal commercials <laughs> that were like bowl of cereal with a glass of milk like with an orange and juice toast and <laughs> and pancakes a bagel and pancakes. That's kind of my dream, though, because I love breakfast food. Yeah. Like, I can fuck mm. up a breakfast. I mean, our dream is obviously <laughs> Bill Murray and Groundhog's Day. Exactly. Yeah, drinking yeah. from yeah. the craft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think orange juice is the most decadent juice, right? Yeah, because it takes forever to squeeze. Like, you need to have, like, 15 oranges to make one glass of orange juice. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's always way too expensive. The serving is always in a thimble size. It's just funny that orange juice, like, we all know that, like, orange juice is not good for you, but we just, like, drink because it. Because of probably that orange juice lobby in the 90s that, like, had made sure that every <laughs> single <laughs> c- commercial had a little thimble of orange juice next to it. Now it's, like, That's big, tr- I'm sure. Yeah. Big Sunny D. Oh, yeah. I only drink yeah. OJ with breakfast if I'm, like, staying at a hotel. Like, it just yeah. feels yeah. like it's, like, a special thing. Yeah. And I'm, like, you know what? I'm going to have an yes. orange juice. Yeah, or, like, maybe yeah. if I'm doing, like, sometimes, like, I mean, I actually do make a pretty big breakfast most days, actually, because we don't really eat lunch, so I like to make breakfast, right. I do a snack lunch, and then, mm-hmm. but I'll do OJ mm-hmm. on, like, you know, I think I made orange juice on Easter this year. It's but a big so deal. You're, yeah. you're not you're not even, like, considering, like, a Tropicana, like, a pre-made orange juice? You only will squeeze your own? Okay. <laughs> yeah, if it's in my house, I'm wow. only squeezing my own. Yeah. Yeah. Tropicana wow. can get mixed with champagne. Sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that the one that's is that the best mimosa juice? I mean, of the orange. Yeah, juices? I mean it's just whatever. I don't know. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah. also not champagne. You got to be doing prosecco or something cheap. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm a hoe for prosecco. I actually one of my earliest uh, quarantine weird impulse buys that I did is I bought this like one on one. It ended up being a one on one class because no one else signed up for it. <laughs> but I took. <laughs> two-hour class with an Italian sommelier. I woke up at like seven o'clock in the morning because I was on Italian time with her and she took me through. It was honestly amazing. The only bummer was that it was seven o'clock in the morning so I didn't have any wine to drink. But um, I feel sad for her that no one else signed up. Me too. (laughs) Honestly, I want to find this woman's name because it was so awesome and she was so sweet. She was like, she gave me her number on WhatsApp and she's like, next time you're at the wine store, text me. I'll help you pick out a wine. I'm like, you really, Italians are too nice. This is very lonely. Now you have like a sommelier in your pocket. That's kind of. Exactly. Tess, I don't know how fancy you were with your fresh squeezed orange juice and your personal sommelier. Tess is very fancy. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of fancy. fancy. When it comes to consuming things, I'm kind of fancy. Tess has (laughs) very bougie liquid taste. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> but basically, one of the most important things I learned from that is Prosecco is like just as good as champagne. Yeah. So yeah, I but especially yeah. if you're going to mix OJ with it, like don't use anything nice. Wait, wait, I don't understand exactly. what the difference It's just cheaper. Champagne is only no. champagne if it's from the champagne region of France. Yeah, oh, right, right. So right. Prosecco and is like the Italian it- champagne. Yeah. And what well, makes champagne so expensive is that someone has to come, like, turn the case that it's in, like, a quarter turn. Like, I think it's, like, every eight hours to, like, move the sediment around. And you don't have to do that with Prosecco because I think they make those in steel canisters. And so the end result is basically the same. You're just not paying for a guy to come turn your and champagne. And that's why you can get Prosecco in a can <laughs> and you can't get champagne in a can, really. Yes. <laughs> wow, it's so interesting the different, like, little ways of making of making booze that just... <laughs> I love it. Like these little <laughs> things that they did to be like, okay, this is the difference between this and this. And you're like, what the fuck? And then you get IPA and you get, you know, Blondale or whatever. Um, I should have known like, cause I was in the, in the square in France when they like, were the guy invented champagne or they drank champagne for the first time. Mm. And like, he talked about the party that everyone had. And I was like, wow, what a night that must've been. Yeah. Like, oh it God. got around that everyone was like, what is this new thing? And they're just <laughs> drinking it like from the barrel. It's it's just white wine with bubbles in it, right? I uh, think so. I, I don't really know. No, there's like something else to it. Yeah, I don't remember what it is oh, though. Okay, because yeah. there's brute, like there's other kinds of white wine, bubbly white wine that's really good that you can get in like California and other places. But okay, yeah, <sighs> and you can get like uh, sparkling rosé, which is also oh, delicious. Um, actually, if I remember my lesson correctly, I believe it's yeast that creates the bubbles. Oh, oh, I think you're okay. right, because that's yeah. what he said. It, like, got... Something happened to the barrel where, like, yeast 
was formed in the or not formed. I don't fermented know. Fermented or something. It was a live culture. Yeah, yeah. fermented. Yeah. Um, Got it. Anyway, all I know is that I felt like fucking shit on Sunday from said <laughs> from said alcohol. Uh, yeah, champagne will give you a wicked hangover. Oh yeah, yeah it was a, well, it was a nightmare. cheap champagne. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One of them Prosecco. was cheap and one wasn't. So I think I think combining the cheap and the non-cheap was the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, let's... Oh, wait. I just lost my thing. What male celebrity would you like to be your brother, Kara? To be my brother? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who do you want to be your brother? <laughs> Can I just your answer... Face. Uh, the person who answered this originally said, Will Arnett. I know. I'm pissed about his breakup with Amy Poehler. <laughs> I'd like to hang out with him. That's sweet. Fuck. God, you guys. I'm not good at these on the spot. I only took improv for like seven years at UCB. Um, <laughs> uh, what celebrity would I like to be my brother? This so is you're just implying a somebody that I think is cool, but I wouldn't want to fuck. Like, uh, uh, like yeah. you know, I think Paul Rudd is cool, but I would fuck Paul Rudd. So it's sure, kind of right, like... Right. Of you're not going to yeah, friend yeah, zone yeah. Paul Rudd. Yeah. Someone mm-hmm. you, a celebrity you would friend zone, I guess. Uh, a celebrity I would friend zone. But then it is, when someone asks you a question like this on the spot, then my brain literally can't even think yeah, of like a celebrity. Yeah, I'm only now thinking right. of like, like guys that are hot. I, I When I think of celebrity, <laughs> I like can't even... I mean... Uh... I who do you want to be like a like a big brother to like protect you or something or like whatever? See, I'm the like, oldest. Like I'm son? the oldest of six kids, so oh, I don't subscribe okay. to that big brother protective shit because I am the big brother. <laughs> oh, okay. I, look at me, <laughs> love the captain now. Wow, that's wild. <laughs> that's funny. Um, uh, fuck. I'm trying to think of like a funny comedians that I would want to hang out with or something like that. Like a like a. Oh, I can't even think of one. You guys, I'm so uh, out of the fucking loop. There aren't there aren't that many with uh, comedy. <laughs> I think Chris Maloney would be really good. He'd be a really, oh yeah, he could be, be a really good protect. Brother. But I want to have sex with him. Yeah. Oh, okay. So gotcha. you know who I just thought of? Snoop Dogg. Mm. Oh, that's perfect. Oh, great brother material. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He give perfect. you shit, get high with you. But I yeah. bet he like gives great advice, and yeah. he's like very. Ca- I he have zero well. interest in hooking up with him. He would have great parties. He would get me weed. Yeah. That's a great answer. Can I just take that? I'm sorry. Of course, it's, we're I was thinking of something along those lines. I was trying to think of like a cool, cool dude like that. Mm-hmm. That's so perfect. Faux shizzle, Kara. He's yours. Faux shizzle. He is my bristle. <laughs> and that means by what you get to hang out with Martha Stewart as well. Like, yeah. You get to hang out with the I people know, he yeah. hangs out with. Yeah. Their friendship is like my favorite thing on the internet. Tess, when you and I were on that laughing thing together, I wrote wrote that sketch for Snoop Dogg. I forgot he was in there. But I didn't get to meet him afterwards. I got to stand near him, but I got to meet Michael Rappaport, who was in the sketch with him. Still cool. Still cool. This was the show where Tay Tay Diggs really hit on Tess. Yeah. And... Yeah. Tiggs Twitter is wild. Do you guys follow him? Like his Twitter um, is just a mess. He okay. Speaking me. of Tay Diggs, you know how he did that thing where he just like went around following everybody. Yeah. Does yeah. he follow any of you guys? He follows. I think me. at he one did. point he did, and then maybe he fell. I don't have any awareness of Tay Diggs on my. Yeah, feed. he doesn't follow me. But um, do you know who recently followed me? Is Aubrey O'Day. <laughs> she followed me and like a bunch of my friends that are comedians. Ooh, and I weird, just don't honey. know why. I have never interacted she with her. into comedy? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I, when this is over, I need to know where the good shows are. <laughs> oh, God. There's going to be so many celebrities getting into comedy after the pandemic is over. God. Man. Guys, look at this curl. This is a wild. I, I get one like that sometimes. That's fun. It's <laughs> great. Wild, I think I found a white, um, a white eyebrow hair earlier. Oh, no. that was I a, found those. That was the nice. first. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I hope I just get one white eyebrow. That'd be great. You guys, I'm in hell right now. I can feel like a black chin hair. I can feel it, but I can't tweeze it yet. And it's driving me. You know it's coming. I know it's coming. Sometimes it's even, it's out. You just need to wait for it to get longer so you can really grab it. Oh, hell. Yeah. Hell. You know, it's always fun when they grow two inches overnight out of nowhere. And you're exactly. like, oh, why, that's when I, I find them. Like, Jared, why didn't you tell me about this? Like, you could not <laughs> notice this. He's like, I didn't. <laughs> okay, we'll yeah. do one more and go to break. Okay, what's the first amusement park you ever went to? Oh, great fucking question. I don't know what the first one is, but can I tell you the best one? 
Yes. yes. When I was 13, no, maybe 11. I was 11. My parents took me to Action Park in New Jersey. Are any of you guys from the Northeast? Oh, no. I just watched, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just watched the doc. So there's a it. doc yeah, yeah, yeah. that's out called Traction Park mm-hmm. because it was literally the most like deadly park in the entire world. Like all these people like got injured and like I think a couple of people died there. They had like, mm-hmm. they had these wild water slides where you would go in a water slide and get shot out into 25 feet of ice cold water. Like they had a wave pool and that's <laughs> yes. where I almost drowned. So like, I was a strong swimmer, but like I got a little bit of water in my throat. And then what my mistake was I went over to the wall. I was like, if I can go over to the wall, I can catch my breath. When you go over to the wall in a wave pool, waves are just crashing (gasps) over your 11 year old Mm -hmm. body. So my dad, the moron swam over and was like underneath me trying to push me up onto the thing. But the walls are really tall because of the waves. So a lifeguard had to come and take me out. And like, I had to cough up all this water and stuff. I mean, it wasn't oh like I had God. to get mouth to mouth or anything. I didn't. I didn't really almost drown, but I almost drowned. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that sounds terrifying. like it would, it would have been like an episode of Full House or yeah. something. It was a very yeah, special. Totally. It was a very special Full House, but I did survive <laughs> and I did get back in the water afterwards and swim again. So I felt really proud Atta of girl. myself. Good for you. And but I just remember like my dad's watch came off. Like he had like a, a semi expensive watch, I guess, that like came off. And they were like, "We go diving for watches at the end of the day." And so they like went diving for my dad's watch. They found it and it was like fully cracked from being in twenty five feet of ice cold water for like hours or whatever. Like it was just a wild amusement park. Yeah. And I'm dying to watch Traction Park. I actually put it in my phone when it was coming out and then completely forgot but i'm dying to watch that it's, doc it's such a good documentary yeah oh, a lot of people die I gotta there watch this. and it's like it's a theme park that was like run by teenagers like yeah. they're the they're, i mean they're, we're not they adults. all are right <laughs> no but they're like they're like we're not ad- anybody responsible at all and like people just it was it's it's a hell of a thing everybody because it's like new jersey-ish right? yeah no it was in new jersey yeah. very jersey. jersey like i'm grew up in connecticut so it was close enough for my parents to drive mm-hmm. us but i think my first yeah. actual amusement park was like hershey park because i remember going there much younger yeah yeah, I remember, and Sesame I remember Place and stuff like that. We did that. And in Hershey Park, mm-hmm. you get free kisses, right? I think mm-hmm. there's chocolate everywhere. I don't remember about yeah. the freeness yeah. of it. I was yeah. too. I remember, sorry if you if can you hear the, my daughter. A... My daughter is banging at the door right now, trying to get in here. Is <laughs> 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 she like? Are you talking about Hershey yeah, Park? Like, me there, Did somebody say chocolate? Mommy, <laughs> mommy is talking about chocolate in there. <laughs> Apparently, so I was listening to like how Hershey got started and. Um, he was like a very good dude. He signed away his entire fortune to orphans. <laughs> like, oh, that's really nice. Yeah. We don't have and a lot of park. <laughs> he made Hershey Park to like, he tried to make a town where, yeah, like everyone would be taken care of, all of his employees and everything like that. So that's I'm nice. sure it's run by like some terrible Coke brother shit or something now. Yeah. But he started <laughs> yeah. out as a good person. <laughs> that's cool. Oh. Oh, I'm going to read that Wikipedia page. A lot after of this. good that's PR exciting. for PA recently, guys. PA yeah. is coming Thank through. Thank you. Thank you, PA. Yes. We love you. Everybody go to Hershey this summer when things are back to normal. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right, guys, we'll we'll be right back. We're back. I'm I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. And we're here with Kara Clay. Hello, hello, hello. We're going to do lady problems if you guys want to. We actually have a voicemail line now, so you could leave us one there if you want at 661-523-2423. And you can also mm-hmm. still email them to us at ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. Lady. Lady problems. Lady. Lady problems. Lady problems. Do you have them? Lady problems. Do you have them? People have them. It's your old pal, Jessica. Um, hope you're all doing well. I am currently sitting in a basement lab on campus here at UC Davis waiting for the Master Sizer 3000 to stabilize so I can measure the particle size of my ground almond materials for my thesis. Um, so that's been fun, just sitting around staring at a little machine stirring a beaker of isopropyl alcohol. Um, but I just wanted to call in and say, hi, I love you all, miss you very much. Um, it's always so great listening every week. Um, 
to you guys, you know, Aww. makes me feel like I'm not quite so alone after all, um, especially in the middle of a pandemic. But uh, I did have a question. It's not so much a lady problem, but I was looking for advice specifically from Brandy. I am going to be officiating a very good friend of mine, two very good friends of mine's wedding uh, sometime next year. It's been, of course, postponed, but they're still planning on having the ceremony and celebration. <laughs> and I know they're listeners. Hi, John. Hi, Daphne. I love you guys. And I'm really excited to <laughs> officiate for them, but I don't want to fuck it up. So, Brandy, if you have any words of wisdom, I remember you gave a really wonderful speech at uh, our friend Eric and Drew's wedding, and any sort of inspiration that you could provide would be awesome. Uh, Also, pompadour tips, because your hair looks banging, as always. (laughs) Love you guys. Bye. Aww. Aww. This is a good question. I know, it's good to hear from you. Well, pompadour tips really quick. Your hair needs to be filthy and full of uh, dry shampoo to get the volume that I get. Um, <laughs> so don't wash your hair for like a whole week beforehand. <laughs> and then That's a great tip. That. Yeah, honestly. The dirty hair looks great. Dry shampoo is People are the like, game. oh, it looks amazing. I'm like, don't touch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um yeah, I mean, I've I've been I've officiated what four or five weddings now, and like wow, I, yeah, yeah, it's it's really fun. It's it's a real honor to be asked to do it too, and like it's it's something that like I the way that I do it at least is that like I think that it should be like you hosting a good comedy show mm-hmm. and that you're in control of the energy, but like you're not the star of it at all. Like that's mm-hmm. kind of the same vibe you want to have, where it's like if. Like at the end of the wedding, what you want is you want like people to come up to you at the reception. They were like, "You did a great job," and they like don't remember anything right. that like uh, that you did at all. Basically, they want it's like about the couple, so you're invisible, but it's like putting good energy into them. I love so that. So it's like if yeah, so it's like if you have like fun, like uh, like the little preamble before you do all the vows and stuff like that like well what i what i did uh with once the the ones i've done is i'll send them like a series of questions because you're kind of like writing the piece together to be like how do you guys know each other what's something you know you're trying to like get these like little moments that you can kind of weave into like a story of them and then you can put yourself into that i think but like not not much but like you want also want to make sure that you're like pretty balanced with both members of the couple. I think that you just like I've seen some right. weddings where somebody's like good friends with like the bride but not the groom, and it's like that's you all gotta, great advice. This I is mean, about I think both also of them too, in like, union, so um, really trying to what balance kills that as much as at a wedding is doesn't have to be very funny. Like no, you doesn't. can just say something that's like right. slightly amusing and it will get laughs. And I, mm-hmm. I depending on like what the couple wants, but I always think it's nice when the officiant like has a couple kind of charming a couple little slightly cutesy kind of funny Mm -hmm. lines and like you don't even have to overthink it or have them be super jokey but I always think that's kind of nice too oh yeah like I remember one of them I had to do like I had to go up and like check the mic right when we were starting and I was like excuse me is this an appropriate volume for love today just like little (laughs) yeah little little cutesy things like that that just make people smile (laughs) yeah um that's cute I mean I've seen some also like incredibly cheesy people like absolutely murder doing the officiating Mm -hmm. at a wedding like i you know like the it's i think know your crowd too because i officiated one wedding for regular Mm -hmm. people and then i officiated one wedding that had like a ton of comedy Mm -hmm. people at it because it was two comedians and so the comedy one i was like god that was stressful because i was like i gotta really hit some good jokes (laughs) here this is mostly like i forget that comedy not all weddings are comedy weddings and when you go to a regular person wedding (laughs) you're like oh right not everyone here is like on acid Let's just <laughs> right, and it's like I didn't even know the comedy wedding was like written up in New York Magazine. I was oh, like, wow. "Fuck!" I didn't even know they were gonna like be pulling quotes. And so it was like, you know, good thing I didn't know in advance. Yeah, yeah. But but the um, the civilian wedding that I did was much more like a couple of like little mm-hmm. jokes here and there, but more like about knowing the couple and like you know, I think the more personal touch. Because as I was saying before, like I sort of really hate like some random pastor that they bride and groom have met with. Yeah. Once, that's always like, so doing a weird. Ceremony. Like I just, it's really impersonal. You can just tell. yeah, because it's such well, like important moment. It seems like they're there more to like talk about religion mm-hmm. than they are to talk exactly. about people. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's like get your agenda out of here. This is about the two of them today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think just like um, trust your gut. Like, what do you like about both of these people? Like, what do you what have you observed mm-hmm. about the relations? Like, I would just like write, you know, kind of brainstorm the attributes mm-hmm. that you like about each of them and. 
you know, totally. Maybe think of some times that you guys have hung out. If you can pull any kind of cute anecdote from there. Mm-hmm. Re- yeah. Yeah. When you knew that, like, yeah, some cute thing you've seen them do for each other. But I did the exact same thing as the first wedding I did. I didn't do the um, asking questions. And then when I got married, the friend who married us asked us Mm -hmm. these questions. And I was like, oh, great Mm -hmm. idea. So then when I did the second wedding, I did the questions. Mm -hmm. And I totally did, like, what Brandy said, like, weaved it in. What are good questions? um, What's, like, like, the first thing you remember remember about this person? Like, what is, like, the, like... What is like, yeah. yeah? I think I said like describe your best date mm. or something like that. Yeah, and they had like a cute story about their like best date or something. Yeah, uh, is there anything that's and- getting cut from the vows that you want in the ceremony? <laughs> uh. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, so yeah. what's the officiant's job yeah, exactly? It's just to like welcome everyone to like give a little mm-hmm. spiel about them and then to do the official the the yeah, the yeah. ring well, exchange. That- yeah, you have to you you can do like the welcome. Mm. You can talk about them a little bit. You then you, like sometimes you you do a ceremony. Sometimes if there's like oh we're gonna add sand together mm. that represents both of their families or yeah. whatever, you call mm. people up that are gonna do right. readings. Mm. You know, yeah, you are totally like an MC. You're like the show host, yeah. and you might like talk <laughs> a little bit about like you can. I think there's room to talk a little bit about like relationships in general or marriage in general. Yeah, um, um, I. I'll tell people to turn off their cell phones at the beginning or like turn off their. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. this is so it's this is so silly. But if they stand up for the bride to come down the aisle, don't forget to say, please be yes. seated. Because I was at a wedding once where we stood the whole goddamn time because oh the guy God. never said it. <laughs> yep. And I was like under my breath. I was going, please be seated. Please be yeah. seated. That's a like, really let, good let tip. Sit down. That's like. A- <laughs> yeah. Like it's a good one. Girl, Jessica, don't forget. <laughs> totally. Well, and like honestly, look at like um like Jessica, I I know you all send you the outline I had for whatever if you want. Because there's a lot. That's yeah. what I did too, is I asked other friends to send me out. Yeah, and I will say, Jessica's been on been on the show before. She's like a food scientist, so mm-hmm. hence her almond thesis. Yeah. Almonds. Yeah. She's exactly. one of those friends we get to brag about. It's like, yeah, my friend's a food scientist. She invented <laughs> vegan yeah. cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, there's because there's a lot of stuff that's just like beats that you just want to wor- change the wording a little bit for the way that they want it done. But it's like the rings is it happens in every wedding. Like you just you introduce them to say the vows at every wedding. So there's it feels a little bit overwhelming until you look at the way that uh, what, that a ceremony is broken down. Then you're like, oh okay, I only am really responsible for this like four or five minutes of original yeah. content and then kind of just judging a few <laughs> words to make them feel just a quibby basically on. a quibby. And yes. then they, yeah. but it's, it's a, a quibby. <laughs> yeah, a ceremony is one quibby. It's one quibby long. Um. <laughs> it is weird. Weddings are really like short when you think about how much goes if into them. If you're lucky, yeah. If they're yeah, not, if they're Catholic, not lucky, well, yes. if they're I not mean, like I, most you know, most I've been to have been very short. Oh my me. god, a Catholic yeah. wedding, you need a nap in the middle of it. It's like, <laughs> no. Oh my god, have you ever been to a Catholic uh, wedding yes. hungover? It's like the, <laughs> it's a nightmare from hell. Um, Man, yeah. I was like, I was at a Catholic wedding hungover where I was going through bouts of like laughter where I could not oh stop myself from laughing and I could not, and I then dry heaving. <laughs> like it was like horrible. Um, but it's funny because you think that a lot of the vows are going to be just mm-hmm. like, I so-and-so take these so-and-so to be my, and it's not always like that. There are so many options yeah. online. And like, so I sent my bride and groom mm-hmm. like, a ton of, and this depends on how much they they care. The bride and groom I did the, the most recent one in December. They kind of just were like, "Can you do it?" And so I was like, "Okay, yeah. here are like four different I, um, vows ideas, or like that you could repeat. Not the vows that they say. They said their own thing, but the actual like the like, rings and all that. Do yeah, you? Do yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. The, yeah <laughs> that like because that there's a bunch of different ways that you can say that that don't say till death do us part that say like to my tomorrow and my forever like whatever there's all these different ways so you can yeah 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 exactly (laughs) oh my god please a comedian's (laughs) wedding that i went to he did the oath of the green lantern so please don't even say to infinity and beyond because people will do it (laughs) and i think a lot of you if you think about it for two seconds know who i'm talking about (laughs) i have some guesses wait kara how close to your ceremony did you write your vows to yeah, my own personal yeah. wedding. Oh my god, I feel like I'd write mine like the day before. Yeah, the week before. Oh, good girl. The week before. Yeah, like because I oh, typed wow. them and I was like, I'm. I got married in Vermont. I was like, I'm not finding a printer up there. I gotta like have them printed <laughs> yeah, out yeah. and like ready oh, okay. to go. You're making like, me feel like a really bad you know. procrastinator. 
mine. <laughs> no, I, I will say I've had to give speeches at weddings that I've written either the day before or I've winged. Yeah. I and I think that's, that's totally always normal. a bad idea like, too. But I've done okay. Do. Speeches at a wedding <laughs> sucks. I just think you have to be careful if you're going to uh, wing a wedding speech and not I to drink never too do much because yes. I've seen I have seen the yeah. crashing and burning. <laughs> That's before. when it goes south for sure. Oh my god! I just I was a bridesmaid. Uh, my friend who uh, we, my friend was so cool. We, she had two bridesmaids and we both wore white tuxedos, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. And she oh, asked me cool. to give a speech, and uh, it was a really like fancy hoity-toity wedding. So I was just kind of—I don't know—just like a really like fancy thing, and I was kind of nervous. And because and like there was expensive champagne, and expensive drinks everywhere, so I wasn't gonna not like drink the champagne that was being passed to me. You know, yeah, I didn't fuck it up. I did fine, but like it's hard to like remember your bullet points and everything when you've been drinking. For well, sure, yeah. Well, sure. the problem is it's the combo because you feel great and you yeah. feel very. Com- <laughs> I'm ready to do this. And then also you're slurring your words. Yeah. And they show you the video later and all you're doing is saying, I just love you so much, like over and over again. So you think you're about to crush it. I've seen so many speeches like that of bridesmaids that are just so weepy and they're just fucking telling them how much they love them. Like, I love you guys. It's just like, I can't even like, this is amazing. I love you. And you're like, oh, and then every groom speech is like talking about what a piece of shit the groom is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'll never forget the time Got that strippers we, uh, and TJ stole and then You're not doing that <laughs> yeah. anymore, though, because you're marrying Susan. You've yeah. done some really questionable <laughs> stuff to women, but I guess this one's cool. Uh- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You've had some shitty girlfriends, but we like this one. Oh my god, Sean, we were not at this wedding because I think we were actually at a different wedding. But Sean's cousin got married last year, and during he texted, unbeknownst to me, I guess this cousin texted Sean for like punch up of his vows a week before, and Sean didn't run it by me. But apparently, he gave him notes in this guy's vows. He talked about other women he had dated. He's like, no. I've been through, oh, you know, no. talk about a Chernobyl meltdown. <laughs> Won't be dating that 21-year-old again. And I guess, like, the whole family was just sitting through the ceremony watching this dude talk about other chicks he had dated in his vows. I was like, Shawnee, you knew that was going to happen and he didn't Fuck. stop it? Wow. No, he's like, I came wow. up with the Chernobyl line. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's a great bit. Chernobyl oh, Cheryl. Man. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> that That's is- bad. Damn. Ooh, that's so funny. <laughs> Man. Oh, Jessica, one more tip I will say too. Um, I assume there's probably a wedding planner of some kind, but when you guys are doing the rehearsal, make sure you actually rehearse everybody going through the motions. It feels very boring, but you yeah. have to go through the motions because like, you know, especially people doing readings and stuff like that, be like, this mm-hmm. is when you walk up and this is the microphone that you take and make it really granular because people like aren't used to that stuff and they freeze. Yeah, so I think it's then, easy to get to that yeah. point and be like, OK, we'll just we got it. But like, yeah, yeah make everyone actually yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. some people are it's like, are you going to use a mic or yes. are you just going to talk? Exactly. Like, you want you know? all those like minutia answers. And it's like you're the officiant. It's kind of your job to be a little bit of a pain in the ass to do all that. Get all of that stuff done because it makes it better on the wedding day. Yeah, oh, now it, I want to be an officiant just for that part. <laughs> you would love that, Babs. You would love that. Yeah. yeah, Eric and Drew's wedding, I was like clapping at everybody. I was like, no, no, everybody outside. We need to be in lines. I need to know the order that we are walking down the aisle. <laughs> and that should be the planner. So you were kind of a hybrid at that point. Well, there was no planner at that wedding. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was. I didn't have a wedding planner, uh, though. I either. had one and she was not good. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like everything's up to the fate of that day. I had like a coordinator. Know? I guess mm-hmm. I had a coordinator. Yeah, I had a day I had too. Coordinator, yeah, yeah. but I, I oh, planned too. it myself. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. yeah, I had a coordinator. Yeah, but, um, yeah. a coordinator seems very clutch move to have. Oh, yeah. yeah. I really recommend that. Yeah. Even if like you are like working on a budget, like have a friend whose job it is, have someone there to like run the show so that you're not... Yeah. Kara, what did you wear? What did you wear when you've officiated? Because I feel like that's always a fun moment to like, because it's not like a. Um, It was cool, actually. So like, so for Megan Gailey's wedding, which is the one I did in December, she was like, I was like, well, what color do you want me to wear? And she was like, how about navy? And I was like, okay. And I wasn't that excited about it at first because I was like, I don't know, navy. And then. And then it actually worked because her bridesmaids wore light pink and then the groomsmen wore these jackets that were like navy and and like red. And so I matched the groomsmen kind of. And I wore a Mm pantsuit that kind of had like almost like a tuxedo feel. Like just like it had like a, like the lapels were sort of Mm -hmm. satin. So 
I basically um, matched the groomsmen, and I think Ooh, that that I like, love that. was better. And I wore a pantsuit because I was like postpartum yeah. and was like, I just I need to wear something that yeah. makes like, pa- but but not a pantsuit. What am I trying to say? Okay. A jumpsuit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not a pantsuit. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't like in a Hillary Clinton <laughs> pantsuit. I was in a jumpsuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll um, say this: wearing pants to a wedding. I don't want to go back. I love wearing pants at a wedding. It's a blast. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. It's a blast. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was dropping it down low on the dance floor. It was like my first night getting drunk, like since I had my kid. Like I was been drinking, but I hadn't been able to get drunk because I was breastfeeding. So I was like dropping it low like I'm 20 years old on the fucking dance floor the whole night. Like there's photos of me like holding up champagne. Some of the best pictures ever from this wedding. So good. Oh, yeah. Crushed it. Yeah. By the end of the night, though, I blew out my knee. I had to go to physical therapy. <laughs> Thank God, though, because I did that for my cousin's wedding in February, and like, legitimately, someone in the bathroom was like, "Oh, you're the girl who's like ass has been out all night," because I was also <laughs> dropping it like a top, and I had a dress on. So, yeah, but it was fun to drop it low and dance. Yeah. You know, I didn't have to worry about it. Wedding really steps up your dancing game. Absolutely, yeah. 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 Especially if you're not like really used to wearing dresses very often. Just mm-hmm. liberate yourself. Yeah, the freedom of it is really astounding. That you're like, oh, I, could, I could have been doing. These guys aren't dancing, and they're we- they've been wearing pants this whole time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's our How time. Dare you? But then the first time I officiated, I wore a dress that kind of matched the bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like the bridesmaids dress, but it was a similar color. So I think the bride will tell you pretty much what color they want you to wear. And if they say that they don't care, I would go with like dark yeah. and like like you said, you're not the star mm-hmm. of this. You want to be like kind of. Yeah. Yeah, you know. exactly, exactly. Yeah, you're gonna crush it, Jessica. I can only imagine you're, you're yes, gonna be a great officiant. Oh, I'm so yeah, excited that's amazing. For I can't you. wait to see the pics of this. Super, super fun. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in, Jessica. We're so excited about your future as an officiant. We're so excited about the happy couple, Kara. Thank you so much for joining us today. Where can everyone find you on the internet? Guys, thank you so much. My name is Kara Clank, K A R A K L E N K. That's my Twitter. That's my Insta. Come find me and listen to my podcast. That's messed up on Exactly Right. We've heard good things oh, about yeah. Exactly Right. <laughs> <laughs> Great network. Yeah. Thank you, guys. And we'll see you next week. Bye. All right. We're going to head over to the top secret session over on our Patreon. So join us over there if you feel like it. Bye-bye.